Welcome to DBPA, the Drunk Bitches Podcast. I'm Jamie. And I'm Sarah. Each episode, we pair a wine with a topic where you get more lip with each sip. So let's get started. But first, pass the wine, bitch. Hello. Welcome to our episode on celebrity wines. Yay or nay? Do we like them? Do we not? Mm, what do we only think? time will tell. Yeah, well, we're getting into one of the first ones that... Um, I've tried a couple celebrity wines, but this is one we, the first one we've ever tried together called Z Alexander Brown Uncaged Chardonnay. It's 2016 from the Santa Lucia Highlands. So can anyone guess who the celebrity is behind this wine? Is it unfair because I know the answer already? And you're the only one who can answer me? Okay, so yeah. it's Zach Brown from the Zach Brown Band. Yeah, so maybe he was trying to be uh, conspicuous with that Z Alexander. I mean, I consider it because look at the logo on this. This is a very, it's it's a a very nice label. Like, classy label. Like there's no, you would not, you would not. I'm sure that I've seen this before and had never expected or suspected that it was. And he didn't um, say Zach. He said Z Alexander. Exactly. I wonder if it says on the back. So he also, so they also make different wines, not just Chardonnay. How much did you pay for this one? $15. And you found it at uh, Total, Total Wine. Total Wine. Mm-hmm. After a long search. <laughs> oh my God. I, Sarah I, spent like an hour just I like I spent an waiting. hour at Total Wine waiting. Not that I'm that's opening. the worst place to get tra- trapped, I mean, by any means, but I was actually looking for a different bottle. There are, there are worse places to be stuck. Yes, now, for right? sure. I was looking for a different bottle. They couldn't find it for oh, me. Oh, I'm sure that this means something to Zach Brown fans. <laughs> Gonna drift to the great wide open, uncaged. Shit, is that one of his songs? Yeah, That's it is. Here. Yes, it is. It's one of his lyrics. Is it, wait, is uncaged the name of the song? Yeah. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> Damn it. We, we messed up our research. <laughs> Obviously, we're Obviously not we're major not. Zach Brown uh, fans. Zach Brown fans. Give me your glass. Yeah. Let's drink this. Let's see away. if we would be a fan of the wine, though. Oh my god! How about that? Listen, okay. this is why we were all prepped for another wine. This is true. This is why Sarah was at Total mm-hmm. Wine for an obscene amount of time. Mm-hmm. Normally, we just like to go there without any sort of expectations and just kind of like see what inspires us. Yeah, this is the first time I went there like on a mission. Like, I need to get this wine and get out of here. Yep. And it didn't happen. No. Nope. happen. No. So I didn't get this. So I came across this one there, which is a celebrity wine that we were interested wine. in trying. So we went for it. All right. All right. Cheers, bitches. Ooh. It is very okay. golden. I think it's a little too cold at the moment. Sorry. We did have this in the freezer. Yeah. I, I like it. I am not positive. So I guess a couple a well, couple things about Chardonnay. Why don't you tell everyone about your feelings about Chardonnay before you... Uh, well, I'm pretty sure we said that with, I like, know, but remind earlier. However, I am not the greatest fan of Chardonnay, okay? Uh, especially, especially the oaked Chardonnay. This like isn't what, very oaky. It's it's not right now, although it does seem a little creamier. It is mouth, creamy. It is creamy. Which, it's got creamy mouthfeel. Time will tell. So Jamie's, Jamie's quite the critic of Chardonnay. I am, but um, you know what? I, that's not to say there... So, what is it? Stringer actually has a St. Lucia Highlands uh, Chardonnay that's amazing. So I do know that this I like true. it. I struggle with Chardonnay, but I'm not opposed to trying them and drinking them. Like you just gotta right find the right one. This is a 14.5% ABV, 
It's kind of high. Chardonnay is usually a higher ABV. So the label has an owl on it. And it says the owl is the guardian of the vine. And myths say it is present when the spirit is set free. So their winemaking style is also uncaged. Okay. And takes us to the St. Lucia or Santa Lucia Highlands in the pursuit of creating a Chardonnay that balances bright fruit and acidity with rich vanilla and oak nuances. With each vintage, there is a pure connection to the lands that we are proud to share every time a bottle is open. And Zach Brown has his signature on here on the back of the label. It says he's the proprietor. Yeah, he's not the winemaker. The winemaker is John Killebrew. All right, so also about Chard- Chardonnay is one of those crazy grapes. There's only a handful, I think, that can actually do well and be grown in any climate, right? So cool, moderate, or hot. This is Santa Lucia, Santa Lucia Highlands is actually considered a cool climate, mm-hmm. even though it's in like Na- it's in Napa, right? So Napa can be one of those moderate or even some little some little pockets are hotter. Depending on where you are in Napa. Yeah, but the cooler climates typically in the valley. Have, in the valley. Um, the cooler climate Chardonnays typically have uh, more citrusy notes. Mm-hmm. Uh, hotter climates, you're going to get more of those tropically, like even banana, yeah. which is very weird, but I have for sure had a banana flavored and aroma uh, from a Chard. Um, also melon, um, things like that. pineapple yeah. kind of. I think I prefer the cooler climates, I will be honest, but um, I'm still undecided about this. It might take me a minute to get some more thoughts. Not I probably. actually... I'm enjoying it. We're just ready for warm weather. Mm -hmm. It's going to snow here in two days. However, it was 70 and sunny today. (laughs) This is true. Oh, okay. It's okay. Jamie Jamie has a look of pleasant surprise on her face. Slightly, yeah. It's not... It's warming up a little bit in my hands, so we're going to keep doing this and see what comes out. My impatience made me put the wine in the freezer. Well, no, that is appropriate because otherwise it wouldn't have chilled as quickly. So this is a... This is a small price to pay, Sarah. Okay, I still have to let this warm up before I give like an actual opinion about it. But we are, we're just going to sort of get right into this topic. Because we talked about Chardonnay before with Sassy Lady. Is that episode six, I think? Oh my God, don't remind me. <laughs> Not the greatest one. This is definitely better than There's that. a reason why you pay more than $5 for a bottle of wine, in our opinion. But we're going to talk about celebrity wines. So we've had we've had some celebrity wines before, and there are... You are not left without options when it comes to celebrity There's owned so wines. There's so many. Did you know there was this many? I did not. Some of these really, really surprised me, yeah. admittedly. Um, like what surprised you? What surprised me? Fergie? I'm, am I stupid? Did I live under a rock? Fergie has her own wine called Fergalicious. Duh. She's still, she's still, but, is she still famous? Yeah, she came out with a song not too, like last year, two years ago, mm-hmm. something like that. It's called M I L F or M I L K. Fuck, I don't know. Milf? It was Milf, like Milf, like Mom. I'd like to. Yeah, it's something like that. Or huh? Oh, I used to play it when I taught fitness classes. That you see, <laughs> it's I don't know. It's got a good beat. I don't listen to lyrics, guys. I just it's got a good beat. Okay. Um, I was surprised by her. I was surprised. One of the guys from Desperate Housewives, Kyle McLaughlin actually has a wine label called Pursued by Bear. Some people might know him better more present day as he's on Twin Peaks. He's also on Portlandia. Like, I think he plays the mayor of Portlandia, if I'm not mistaken, or one of the mayors. And he makes Cabernet, 
Okay. And he makes pretty decent wine, supposedly. I think that it's debate. I think a, a lot of things are debatable when it comes to wine. It depends who is rating this, right? If we're talking Robert Parker, <laughs> if we're talking wine enthusiast or wine spectator or just, you know, us amateurs, quote unquote amateurs. I think we're a little more than amateurs. We're a little more than amateurs, for sure. But we just still like a good what? beverage. So, yeah, so he makes one. It's called Pursued by Bear, which actually is a name from a, quote, obscure Shakespearean stage direction in The Winter's Tale. I'm not familiar with it, but cool. Oh, uh, wasn't that a movie? It is. It was a movie. Yes. Who's in it? Kyle MacLachlan. Colin Farrell. <laughs> what? Colin Farrell. Yeah. I don't Speaking think I of celebs. I was surprised by Madonna. Madonna has a wine? What is it called? She does. Is it called like Immaculate Conception? Because that would be amazing. The Madonna Estate. That's not exciting. I'm sorry. It's California. Is it? Carneros. I'm a little surprised that she doesn't have something that's overseas. Like like Sting. Mm-hmm. Sting and his wife Trudy, who was on Friends. Do you remember that Yes, episode? I do. It was awesome. Um, they own land in Italy. And they make organic and biodynamic wine. So this is outside of Florence, apparently, called Il Palagio, which, according to Total Wine's website, uh-huh. they sell it. Although, in light of Sarah's experience today, I'm going to say that that might be debatable. Yeah. I don't know Total Wine <laughs> in your website. It can be misleading. Oh. That's all I have to say. But they, um, it's a 900-acre estate. They make... they. They have bee colonies and olive groves. Oh, that's cool. And so they actually make olive oil and honey on on site too. So it's not just wine, but their wine is that's called... That's really cool. Yeah. Their wine is called... Is named after different sting songs. Like, apparently a total wine. There's a Roxanne. Roxanne! Oh, please do that again. It is an... I love that song. It was also in uh, Moulin Rouge. So, not unlike the one we're drinking now... Named Uncaged after a song. <laughs> I, feel, I do feel really bad that I did not bother to look that up. But the cork definitely, I mean, well, actually, I think that that's sort of a testament because I mentioned before, the label is really, it looks very classy. Okay. It not does. Not that Zach Brown's not a classy guy. It looks more expensive than $15. Totally. I mean, this looks, and this doesn't look like something that Celeb owned, which I'm sure is part of the branding. Part sure. of the reason why he didn't well, call, call it Zach Brown. Yeah, exactly. And Z. So, Alexander. Yeah. So now I like that his name is Zachary Alexander. It's cute. It's a really nice touch to have us on, on mm-hmm. the cork because it's also just very poetic in nature. So kudos to you, Zach Brown. What about Donald Trump? Yes. Uh, in Virginia, yeah? Yeah. Actually, I, I hear... Virginia makes wine? Virginia actually makes really good wine. Oh, Interesting. I think they make a lot. So I heard that they make a lot of really good Viognier, which is another white grape. I like Viognier. aromatic I like it. I think it's good. It's hit or miss with me. More so a hit than Chardonnay. (laughs) So we also have um, Drew Barrymore makes a wine. Okay. Uh-huh. I want to... We'll get there. Uh, Francis Ford Coppola. Well, I think everyone has seen... Coppola. Coppola. So I, I think that's the, probably the most known celebrity wine. Certainly. And he's a he's a filmmaker. And, and who right? is he? He's yes, a director. Exactly. I think people uh, might even know his wine bottle more than who he is, potentially. Maybe mm-hmm. nowadays with the millennial crew, mm-hmm. right? Because the millennials are the newest wine drinking generation. And so he's, he's the director of The Godfather. Um, 
But it said, so he's in Alexander Valley, California, which I thought was in Sonoma County. Yep. Yeah, it is. Yeah, as you said, Sarah, he produces a lot of wine at that at that um, venture. But they are over 40 wines. And this ranges, I mean, honestly, from like the $7 bottle spectrum to like... I saw one like, today for $5.97. Yeah. But it, they go really expensive. Mm-hmm. He's got, I mean, even like the diamond, I think is like seventeen to eighteen dollars. The diamond collection. Yeah. But I think that he also makes like some much higher end, like classier wines. I would be interested to try like a sampling from from the Francis Ford Coppola line, like from the very, you know, the lowest spectrum to the higher spectrum. Right. I also, you know, I know that they have done because I'm a Cooper's Hawk member. They did a um, partnership with Cooper's Hawk recently. I have not really? yet tried it. I'm going to Cooper's Hawk tomorrow. Oh, are you? Yes. I have like seven bottles to pick oh, up Oh, would you there. like me to pick them up for you? I'd be happy to. Do you want to drink one? Sure. <laughs> Twist my arm. Twist I don't your do. arm. I know, I know. In um, fact, they have a Viognier. Ah, nice. Um, but yeah, so, but you've had, I honestly don't remember the last time I had a Coppola wine. So it's been a while, and I don't know which one I had. Fair. That's fair. It was one. You know what? It's like the one that has that gold on it. Mm. I remember that. I think um, that's the diamond collection. Uh, I mean, what I, varietal it is, I, don't, I, I can't help you. I not a fan. No? No, but I mean, it's been a while. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Um, continuing, this one actually... Hey, on their ex- website, you can go to the timeline with all the movies. <gasps> oh, so they actually have a movie theater on site. That's so cool. Yeah. I'm wondering if they, like, have special events there that pair, like, wine tastings with some of, like, the iconic movies. Yeah. He's probably one of the first celebrity winemakers, though. He's been doing this for a long time. For a long, long time, yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. I think that a lot of people have got jumped on the bandwagon. Like, yeah. um, uh, car racers, right? Dude. Andretti. ACDC? Oh, yeah. That's oh, my like, God. Who else did I just read about? Motley Crue? I think somebody from Motley Crue. ACDC, though, it's clearly them on the label. They're not trying to hide that they're making this wine. Well, Kim, okay. Highway to Hell, Cabernet Sauvignon. Back to Black, Shiraz. You Shook Me All Night Long, Moscato. Fuck, that sounds amazing. <laughs> just, just for the... Thunderstruck just for the Chardonnay. And the labels, like it's them. It's hilarious. I mean, they're and they are making wine out of Australia. Uh, Warburn, Warburn Estate Winery in Australia. Warburn, War, War. Maybe it's Warburn. It's a very weird. <laughs> but they so okay. So we're finding that there's like anywhere from musicians to actors to directors athletes. to athletes. Do you consider car racing an athlete, an athletic sport? Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. Well, I was looking yeah. at that Danica Patrick stuff um, earlier, well, late last year. Her wine is going for like $175 a bottle. I'm sorry. I don't care who the hell you are. I'm not paying that. What? I am not paying that. And she just started. So, okay. How about the Beckhams? Do they have a winery? Mm-hmm. David Beckham bought Victoria her own Napa Valley winery for her 34th birthday. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what are we doing wrong? What am I doing with my life? 
Um, <clears throat> Sean. But they're, they have no plans to produce Beckham wine commercially and are pursuing winemaking as a personal endeavor. <gasps> Good for them. They Wait, have okay, hired a I team of specialists to run the winery and make vintage wines for family and friends. I love this. Okay, so that's my thing. Like Danica Patrick, right? She pulls this $175 bottle. I'm like, mm-hmm. you literally just had your first... She just released her first vintage last year. What... What the fuck have you done to substantiate a price tag? $175? Just because it's a Napa cab? Just because it's you? I mean, there are plenty of amazing Napa cabs that oh, yeah. are like 50 bucks. Maybe Not even, even less. 30? We have, what? We've had some here. Mm-hmm. So, but then there's like Jeff Gordon. But I actually got an email from Jeff Gordon because I think I signed up. I've never been there. I think I signed up for some reason just like informational purposes a couple years ago. They went, they closed. Really? Yeah. It didn't say... I think they actually might have filed for bankruptcy. I don't want to say that. But, yeah, they ended up closing. I mean, it's like... I don't... I don't understand why they get into this for, like, a hot minute just to, like, make a quick buck off of it. But there are... Because if you have all this money, you're like, what could I do with my money? And you're like, I should buy a winery or a vineyard. I personally applaud the Beckhams for not trying to capitalize on their fucking name they and probably sell commercially. have more money than God, so that's why. Regardless, like, they could be like our other family that we talked about in the last episode where they just continue and continue and it's an addiction. Like, they actually keep to themselves pretty well, you know? I mean, there is like an, I think that there is an element to, to like, I can't imagine, I'll say this, I can't imagine being a celebrity and just feeling like my life is always in the limelight. I have to do everything for the public. I can't do anything for myself. And I, again, I applaud the Beckhams because this could be what they're doing for their sanity purposes. True. I don't know how involved. It just is very like luxurious to be able to be like, I'm going to just have my own winery just for me. I really want to do that, though. I know. I think we... I think you need to be willing to do the dirty work. Oh, I totally agree. You know who else has a winery? Um, so Sting has it in Italy. Do you know uh, Gerard Depardieu? He's a French actor. Sarah's looking at me like, nope. <laughs> he's a French actor. Maybe I need to see his picture. I know one movie that he was in. He's got a huge nose, okay? He was in Addicted to Love with Meg Ryan. I think it was like in the 80s or early 90s. I'm pretty sure it's an 80s movie. Okay. And he was her boyfriend, and he was allergic to strawberries. And somehow I remember that was the oh. whole scene. Do you know who that is? I've seen. He was what movie? He was in something else. Yeah, his nose is, is. Oh, he's in a shit ton of stuff. His nose is prevalent. It's unfortunate that that is the only thing that I really recall him from. Well, I mean, it's it is there. But um, he actually makes wine in France and like does very well. I mean. Consider that you haven't really seen him in a bunch of films. Well, I feel like he kind of has more of a reason to since... Since he is French? That and like, <laughs> I don't know really... I, I mean, he's not... I think he's most... I don't think he's a, a huge U.S. actor. Yeah. I think he's probably more foreign film based. Okay, did you know about Dave Matthews' band? Can you please explain this? Because I was it's insane. It's insane. So... Tell the DB peeps. The DB peeps? So he has a wine that I swear I've seen. You have seen this at the grocery store. A bajillion times. Yeah. You guys have all seen it. And I did not know that it was Dave Matthews' band, but it is the Dreaming Tree. 
And I always see the, I think I see the red blend one a lot. Yes. The Dreaming Tree Crush Red Blend. Yeah. Had no idea that was Dave Matthews Band. Now I'm curious. I need to go pick up a bottle when I go into the grocery store. For shizzle. So the Red Wine Crush is named after their song. But like I would have never made that connection. Wait, what? What's it called? Crush. You remember their song, Crush? It's Crash. No, Crush is the name of the song. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. Are you being serious? I've never heard this then. No, it's, yeah. Crush is the name of the song. Oh my gosh. How does it I'm go? I'm not going crazy. I'm not, I don't know if I can play it because I feel like we would have copyright infringement. Okay, well, we're going to play this afterwards. Yeah. I got to, everyone I need look to it up. This. Crush. Yes. So that's, uh, that's why they name the red blend Crush. Wow. Crush and Crash. All right, guys. Just get a new bass for, for your fucking song names. Anyway. Yeah, I've actually, I don't know. I, I'm sure that I've had it at some point in my wine drinking life. But I really had no idea that that was Dave Matthews' band. And he's so, also out of uh, Virginia. That, I th- isn't he from Virginia? I'm not sure, but it's um, 20 minutes from Charlottesville, Virginia. And it's 1,260 acres of farmland. Wow. Yeah, that he grows on. Um, he grows Vignet, Chardonnay, Cab Franc, Cab Sauve, and Petit Verdot. That's pretty Cab impressive. Cab Franc, really? Yeah. Ooh, wait, he's got, what is it? Cab Franc, Cab Sauve, and uh, Petit, Verdot. Petit Verdot. So he's got some Bordeaux varietals there. Yeah. Interesting. Maybe, okay, so they're in the crush. Okay, that's really cool. I feel like even just for the sake of saying that I have tried this now, I feel like I need to go pick up a bottle, which I think is like under the $10. We should have a celeb wine tasting. Sarah, what do you think about celebrity wineries? Like acknowledging you have an interesting story though too. I do. Okay, Dreaming Tree is $11.99 to like $14.90. Won't break the bank. No, it won't. Um, All right, so Sarah, tell me your uh, interesting (laughs) celeb wine story. Yeah, so I went to my local wine bar, Vino 100. It is now Vino Third Ward. (laughs) And um, this was years ago. And there was a release party. And I was like, all right, sounds good. Sounds like a plan. I'm in. Well, it was for Charles Woodson makes a wine. And if anyone doesn't know who Charles Woodson is, he was a football player. If anyone doesn't know who Charles Woodson is, then you're like me. Well, no fucking clue. The hilarious thing is, is that um, I didn't know exactly who he was. However, he played for University of Michigan and I went to University of Michigan. So. <coughs> and then who did he, did he play for the Packers? Um, is that why no, he was released here? Yeah. 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 I'm sorry. Okay. He played for the Packers. He's uh, starting. Um, he signed his contract in 2006. Sorry. I was, I was trying to. To go back to how he won the Heisman Trophy. He won the Heisman Trophy yes. too? So he won the Heisman Trophy in 1997, I think. Um, and so like everyone was like, how do you not know who he is? And I was like, <laughs> dude, they're like, he plays for the Packers and he won the Heisman Trophy. And I was like, I don't know, man. Like, anyway, we go there and he's there. <laughs> so He was I, there. He was there. I met mm-hmm. him. I got a picture of them. I was like, hey, Charles, what up? Don't, don't know who you are, but I guess you're famous. Um, his wine is actually is actually really good. It's expensive. It's, it is expensive. It is like $90 a bottle or something like that. We just had it last week at our wine tasting. Yeah. Um, he was like selling bottles of wine for over $100. It was crazy. 
He did invite us to go out with him. <laughs> you should have. You could have yeah. met Sean. Like so I know, it would have been hilarious. Um, but we. So you have, a, you have the to. pick with uh, with Charles Woodson. Huh? I do. Are you gonna yeah. frame it? No. Okay. Cool. Um, it's a good picture of me. <laughs> just crop him out <laughs> I'll just crop him out but yeah no it was but, quite the experience I but mean, he does actually it actually is a good wine it's, it's a, a good cab. wine it was it was a, it was a it was a good wine I it's, don't know it's not a hundred dollars no but it's probably worthwhile it's like a thirty dollars good but I yeah. mean like you gotta shave seventy dollars off that price Charles oh geez I'm glad that you mentioned that because I think that some of these winemakers like John Legend also has his yeah. name on some wines. Uh-huh. Some of these wines are listed at 60 plus, And it's like, mm. Yeah, but this one we just started drinking right now is 15 I know, but I'm saying like, so for those wineries, like let's like compartmentalize here for a minute. Mm-hmm. Do you think that celeb wines are, thank you, are worth the hefty price tag that are that is sometimes associated with them? No. I would probably go as far as saying as it is a very rare occurrence that there is a celeb wine that deserves something that's higher than $30. Agreed. Here's the thing, though. It's a rare wine, period, that gets that. Oh, that deserves. Certainly, And so, yes. like, absolutely. if you're talking about the celebs, there is a certain celebrity wine that we did not mention yet. Which one do we not mention? That is pretty well known as a celebrity wine. Oh my god, what do we not mention? What do we skip? Brangelina. Brangel. Brand fucking Jelena. Mm-hmm. They're known for their Miraval Rose. They make other wine. They're made other wines they, too. They do, but they're known but for But the that. Miraval is like iconic, I'd say, for them. Yeah. I actually I got a bottle for my bridal shower a few years ago. It's a very pretty bottle. It's a cool shape. It's. And actually, we did drink that together. Didn't we make sangria out of it? Is that the bottle that we put strawberries in? Yes. I feel like it was. Uh, yeah. It's $20 bottle of rosé. It's okay. Um, uh, I personally, I I mean, I don't think it was a terrible rosé. I I think that the reason why we added the strawberries and other things, and like, I think we did like It was a little tart. Yes. And I like, I From do I like remember. a, I do like a juicier. Oh, like Utopia. Oh my God. It's so good. Yeah. So I do prefer a juicier. This is very light. I mean, actually, I think it would have been really good if we threw in like a spritzer, like a tonic so or something. It Seltzer. won best wine in 2012 from Wine Spectator. And this is a French wine. Yeah, it's Provençal. That's insane. Number one wine. Number one wine. Sarah got serious for a minute. I mean, like, really? Like, number one wine. You're cracking me up. Is that that good? I mean, it's not wait, bad. Wait, wait, wait. It's not bad. Wait, wait. Okay, number one wine out of like what list? Because I've learned, hang on. I've learned that there are a lot of lists, right? So they have like the top 100 wines overall, but they also have like top 100 wines under $35. Okay. Not to mention that was 2012. So they were probably like, oh, fuck, we got to make this real good. And they only, they limited it. They made what, 6,000 bottles? Is that what it They says? made 6,000 bo- 6, bottles. And they sold out within five hours. It's because of the fucking celeb status. And this is what I don't understand. It's like one thing that everyone needs to be aware of is like Mm -hmm. French wineries and vineyards don't just like pop up randomly. French, in France, these vineyards have been around for decades, if not centuries already. And there's not a ton of land to be redistributed 
for winemaking purposes. And so in order for somebody to land a vineyard in France, it's a pretty big fucking deal. Yeah, I, okay. I don't disagree. So, I mean, you know that there's going to be a level, I think, of a, an extra level of effort that's going to go into it because the French people, I'm going to say this, the French are so very proud and that's part of the reason why they have this AOC um, status and why they also have like Grand Crew, Premier Crew, just regular crew, whatever, because they really want to be able to s- sort of signify I make a really fucking good wine, people. So now you need to know that this is why you need to buy it. No, I don't. I, I, I totally agree with you. They also are making wine with the Perrin family, which is a family that makes... It's a well-known French winemaking family out of Chateauneuf de Pop. So they're their... Your favorite. Chateauneuf de Pop and Who Couture. does not love Chateauneuf de Pop? I mean, honestly, that shit's amazing. So it's only 20 bucks. I mean, it's not going to break the bank. I have a question, though. Mm-hmm. Is the divorce going to do anything? Oh, yeah. Wine? So they were saying that it, they might break it up. Oh. I don't know what's going to happen. By the way. By the by. You can't visit the Chateau. Oh, and many of these other places, I think you can. It becomes like a fucking Disney World. This is why I don't like the idea of slub wines because they make it not about the wine. They make it about like the celebrity of it all. Exactly. And it really bothers me. Mm -hmm. Not going to lie. Yeah. I don't blame you. It bothers me too. I mean, there are so many wines. This is my personal opinion. Mm -hmm. Not to say that celebrities don't make good wines. I actually, now that this is warmed up, you guys, this is the Chardonnay, this Uncase Chardonnay is actually not a bad wine. It's good. For 15 bucks, it's a good Chardonnay. This is a Chardonnay that I would definitely repurchase. I think I like Stringers more. Not I think. I know I like Stringers more. It's more expensive though. I don't care. No, I agree with you, but I'm saying this is, I think, well distributed. It does, yeah. This does have like that citrusy note. There's like a little extra maybe pineapple-y in the flavor. It does have a higher acidity. It fakes you out. I think that you kind of get a sense that there might be a little residual sugar, but not a ton. It's just sort of like on that afterburn. It's creamy and acidic, which is kind of weird. It is weird. It's not overly creamy though, which is why I think I think I can deal with it. I think I can do it. I actually enjoy it. It's but I, I like Chardonnay. I don't like oak chardonnay. You don't like the super butter, I know. No, I don't the like butter the bombs? super butter. Nope. Yeah. I don't like the super butter, super oaked, but I do like a good, crisp, unoaked chardonnay. Yeah, I mean it's. I mean Kendall Jackson does a good job. That's cliche, really, but he does. Interesting. Yeah, I just, I just feel like the celebrity behind it all kind of masks, I think, what wine is all about because I think wine. And I hopefully this is evident with like all of our podcasts, but I think wine is more about an art thing. It's it's science yeah. meets art meets passion, and I think that people who just get in because they want to slap their name on something is that's that's not what it should be about. No, I that's kind spend of my like... money on good wine made by people who are like literally their hands you know are what in doing. the fucking earth, yeah. right? You know what it is? It's like a look at me type of thing. It, it's exactly it's like a look at me, look at me, pretend. Not all of it. Like, no. This is good, and you don't know it's Zach Brown. Well, and so, again, he won bonus points, like brownie that, points yeah. for not putting Zach like, Brown or calling it the Zach Brown wine. I, I like ACDC, but I mean, like, <laughs> that that seems pretty obnoxious. If ACDC is still making wine when my niece turns 21, I will buy a bottle of Thunderstruck. However, I feel like that's why people buy it. It's for the, the novelty of it, Even right? Francis Coppola. 
Yeah. Like, you could have done something different, but you didn't. You decided to make it a Francis Coppola Hines. Yeah. Fair. It's almost unfair, but at the same time... Like, it's almost free marketing because you've already yeah. established your quote-unquote brand, if you will, right? Unless you're Dave Matthews and we don't even know. Or this Although, one, maybe you, you do don't even know. know. Maybe you become a huge Dave... I don't know. Maybe... I'm not a massive Dave fan. No. I have friends who are insane Dave lovers, so now I need to go back and ask them, like, did you know that he makes a wine? And you need to listen to Crush. <laughs> it's, it's true. Very true. I'm going to listen to it as soon as we stop recording. <laughs> we'll blast it in your house. But Sarah, you said it before. It's not that these wines are bad. I think that it the name sort of overshadows what's really in the glass. And I think that it can be people's perceptions, which might be good. And I'm not saying that people shouldn't buy these wines. By all means, if it's in your budget and if it's something that interests you, dude, try it. Dude, I'm laughing. Dude. Dude. I am laughing because dude. I'm looking through the list of uh, celebrity wines and Mike Ditka's on there. Dude, that's dude. Dude. Ditka is Chicago Bears, man. I know. It's amazing. Ditka's restaurant. I don't know if it exists anymore. Okay, so we are going to post this link in the episode notes. There is a link. I'm so sorry. I think it's hilarious. The BuzzFeed article. Oh my God. <laughs> it's so it's funny. Like, it like reviews. So I actually, is there a video with this too? Um, I think you can like flip through the different. So basically what it is, is these people from BuzzFeed, which they say that they're um, <laughs> sommeliers. I don't know who they are. Oh shit. This dude, Daniel sommeliers. Boulud, he was a 2012 food and wine sum of the year. Yeah. And wine enthusiast 2012 sum of the year. He's also a nice person. And they person. said he is coincidentally a very nice person. Hilarious. Anyway. But he blind tasted all of these. Yes. Blind tasted all these celebrity wines. And then and then he tells you his thoughts on them. So what's, what your, fa- what's your favorite one? Oh, damn it. I was just going to ask you that. Oh, okay. Damn it, Sarah. Right. I, I, can, I mean, I have two, but. Okay, throw me, throw me those first because I got to find mine again. Looks the least like it's made by a porn star. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> Natalie okay. Savannah Sampson Oliveros Brunella de Montalcino so um, well that sounds like a that's a fancy wine Brunella de Montalcino it is it's by the way dollars that means Brunello is the grape D means of Montalcino 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 is Montalcino. from where it's from that's where it's from yeah this is what I learned so his notes are, it's a sulfur wine, good balance, good tannins, earth, sour, cherry, strong. So it's not totally clear how involved the star of Savannah's anal gangbang <laughs> <laughs> is in the wine production process with partner Robert Suppresso, <laughs> but this Brunello is legitimately delicious if you have $55 here at Jane Dispenser. Oh my God. So okay. that is hilarious. Okay. Porn star. Really? That's great. You would look at this label. It's beautiful. You would never know. Anyways. Okay. So Which I just like one that one of his categories was biggest booty. Okay. <laughs> it's Fergie. Okay. It's the Fergalicious red blend. About the wine? His notes. Sweet beige fruit, black raspberry with a savory meaty aroma. Palette is ripe and extremely alcoholic. Hot, hot. Lacking structure and tannins would be disgusting with food. No. <laughs> <laughs> it is 56% Syrah, so that meatiness like makes sense. 
But here's the verdict. This is what I don't understand. How is the verdict derived? So it says, this one was so overwhelmingly hot and fruity and glamorous that it's hard to imagine consuming it with a meal or in the course of normal human life. (laughs) So basically he's saying you can't drink drink it it. ever. It was a 2011 $35 bottle. Okay. Okay, another super funny one. Best soft drink alternative. Okay. Did you read this one? No. It's Wayne Gretzky's Cabernet Sauvignon. Wayne Gretzky. I can't believe he has a wine. He's, isn't he a hockey player? He's hockey, but didn't he skateboard for a while? Oh, I don't know about that. I'm pretty sure he did. $18, 2008. Mm, Impressive. From Napa. Sweet nose, coconut chocolate, candied like almond joy. Ugh. Nasty. Okay, I'm going to fast forward for a minute. Geared toward the American palate raised on Coca-Cola. Not bad. Just like Cool Whip isn't bad. It's a dishonest wine. <laughs> and the verdict is fine if you like your wine to remind you of candy and Coke. But where's the hockey skate edge, Wayne? Oh. I mean, I was not into that one. hockey, but. Okay, can I tell you one of my favorites? Yes, please. Most flatulent. <laughs> Brad, and, Brad and Angelina. That was my mouth, guys. Clara Lua. Clara Lua. White blend. What? So this is not the rosé. This is their white blend because they couldn't get a hold of the rosé. Shocking! Because <laughs> we just went through that. And, and and not to mention, we went to our another local one to find it. And he's like, I won't get it for at least three weeks. We're like, we don't have time, sir. Okay. No. Anyway. Fart. So, <laughs> fart. So his notes are fart wine. DQ. Disqualified. Ah, is that what that is? Fart wipes. Okay. So he says, and if anyone wants to know what the blend is, it's 75% Rolé, whatever that is. Whatever that is. 25% Grenache Blanc. So his verdict is, this was so sulfury that all anyone could smell was butt gas. (laughs) Underneath that, it seemed to be a perfectly nice citrusy white wine, but it was uh, hard to ignore. Oh my God. Hilarious. That is amazing. This guy's funny. I know. He really is. They have the ACDC on here. Oh, also in the notes, it says Adam. Smells cheap, tastes cheap with no thought behind it. Gross. DQ. Okay, what's your verdict? What's the DBP verdict on celeb wines? Yay or nay? I don't know. I mean. Can I go up? Eh. It's a. I wouldn't DQ, as we say all Okay, sure. You know, like this is pretty decent that we're drinking right now. But we don't know it's a celebrity wine. I think here's the verdict. Here's my verdict. Okay. I don't know this is a celebrity wine because it's not obvious when I buy it. It is not. So that's great. And even Marival, it's probably not obvious, the rosé. and Except it says Jolie Pitt parent on the back. On the back. But it's not obvious. It's not totally obvious. No. Okay. I feel like if it's obvious, probably like not worth ACDC, it. Coppola, I mean, it's Probably not worth it. It's worth it maybe for the novelty of it, but probably not. It's probably not the best wine, is what I'm trying to say. If they're just advertising the label, they've got nothing to show for the wine. Because you're buying based on the label and not the actual wine. Fair. I would look at this bottle that we're drinking right now and have no idea. It says brown, but Z. Alexander Brown. Why would I ever think that that Zach Brown band? That means nothing. So like... I would be walking through the wine store and look at this and be like, oh, okay. I mean, you know, again, yeah. And Dreaming Tree with, and I haven't tried that, so I don't know if it's good, 
but Dreaming Tree with Dave Matthews would never know that that's his. So what I'm saying is, is like if it's screaming the celebrity, maybe bypass it. I'm gonna go nine out of ten. It's gonna suck. Unless you're going for a gag gift. Sure, but like if you want to drink some decent wine, probably. I don't know if that's skip. gonna be it. Probably skip it. I mean, that's that's my verdict. I don't know what your verdict is, Jamie. No, I think I have the same takeaway because it's one of those things where I and I will. I will say this. I'm pretty sure I've had the dreaming tree at some point in my life. Okay. I said that before. And I think it's because it's a it's a decent price point, right? So it also depends on what your price point is. And you you may be able to shell out that extra ten bucks a bottle of yeah. wine and uh-huh. get something over twenty. And even this one, would you say fifteen? Something like that? That was fifteen, yeah. yeah. So maybe fifteen to twenty. Like maybe you go for that. But I, I wouldn't say to actively seek out a celebrity wine unless there's an actual need to do so. I mean, if you have a, a significant interest in it, by all means, try it out. Much like us, we were looking mm-hmm. for that specifically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But overall, I'd say that there are so many other wines that are actually made by people who have vested interests and don't really want to carry. They like The reasons why they're priced the way that they are are typically because of the practices that they instill in their winery, in their vineyard. And they deserve that price tag. It does not have anything to do with what name you're slapping on it. Right. It's very much in order to account for all of the hands that have touched the wine and all the labor of love that has gone into making the bottle. Right. I agree. So I personally also I personally think that I will not I won't seek out these wines. I seek out other wines that are much more interesting that are smaller, especially more boutique because mm-hmm. I know it's a rarer wine. I know that it's if it's made its way to Wisconsin, it's probably relatively good because we don't just give our shelf space away in stores to just anybody. But here's the thing, too, is that like someone might buy something for just a label, but if, to keep buying it, it's got to be decent, right? Yeah. So, oh, for sure. And that's not to say that there's not a reason or a rationale to buy these things. I just personally, I'd rather spend my money on shit that I know is going to be good. I'm at the age of my Charles life. Charles Woodson's wine is good. He just doesn't mean need to make it so expensive. Maybe that's why everything everyone's discounting it. Right? But so still. I would buy this again, though. Actually, okay. again, I was not a massive fine fan at the very beginning. However, I it has warmed up and I've warmed up too. So it. you get a little bit of like. I'm. I still think that there's like a little bit. There's a little apple in here. Yeah. And. It is acidic, but it also has that creamy. It's not a ton of cream. Just it's light. creamy but acidic, which is hard to find. And it also it's got some like that fresh fruit, like the apple, and I still think there's a little pineapple in it. Mm-hmm. There's just a little bit, like a fresh, almost mm-hmm. like a canned pineapple, but not a super syrupy thing because it's not overly no, no, sweet. No, no, it's not. It's it's like fresh cut pineapple. This is a it is and a very fresh cut apple, and then oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, it's 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 pretty decent. I'd say that it is a very um very drinkable wine. Yeah. Um easy drinking. Especially especially as things start to get warmer out. Yeah. It's I definitely still think I it's think... a little heavier. It's a it's it's a medium body wine. It's I don't think it's a yeah. full body wine. It's a medium body chard. And I think that it's one of those things that when it comes time to summer and if you're like sitting outside baking in the sun, you're probably gonna wanna put it with a little bit of seltzer, like like freshen it up, like spritz it up a little bit. But 
that's just Either my that personal or, take. Or, or you need to you need to be pairing it with food. That's true too. That's yeah, true and too. I think it could pair well with some um, some good cheeses. I think if you had like some fresh fish, this would work well. Oh with. yes. I'm glad that we had to. We we were essentially forced, led to having to purchase this wine as opposed to the one that we expected to buy. And I guess this is just like evidence that, you know, we need to be flexible and it doesn't, it pays off to be flexible sometimes and to, you know, adapt your plans. Adaptability. I'm glad that we got to try this. Yeah. And now I got to go try a dreaming tree. <laughs> WTF. Anyway, so um, celebrity wines, yay or nay? I think overall it's going to be a nay. I think overall it's a nay, but there's a few yay. Yes. I would give this a yay. It's like a. It's I would, a, I would give it's Charles a nay Woodson with a yay. Except, nay with exceptions. Yeah, I would give Charles Woodson a yay if he just made it cheaper. But this is good. So we're going to cheers on that note. And thanks for joining us until next time. Cheers. Thanks so much for listening. If you like what you hear, please rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast listening platform to help spread the DBP word. Check out our website and blog at dbpcheers.com. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at DBP Cheers or on the Drunk Bitches Podcast Facebook page. We'd love to hear from you, so send your questions, comments, and fun wine or topic ideas to dbpcheers at gmail.com. Until next time. Cheers, cheers from, from the, the girls, girls of DBP. DBP.